0: WV1 continues and we will have some stories from folks descending upon Wolverhampton as we're here just off the Ring Road at the train station as they will arrive with worldwide Wolves supporters clubs in just a bit. But first, one of the friendly people greeting you in the lobby at Molyneux and her story starts in America. Brian Moxie, familiar to many, has a tremendous way of being so welcoming and we joined her for a conversation just inside the doors at Molyneux. Your story of being in America at one point and now being in Wolverhampton and being the welcoming and wonderful spirit as folks come into Molyneux and the offices here at Wolves, it's really remarkable and it's really fun to spend some time with you here. And and, and tell me, what brought you into this whole vortex?
1: Hello, hi Lawrence, well, Long story short, basically, I was from St. Louis, Missouri, and my father ended up getting a job in sports, so we ended up relocating to Scotland, and then from there, we moved from sort of Cheshire, and then he actually got a job here. So that's why I came to Wolverhampton, which I've been living about 20 years
0: now. So, you've seen a wonderful arc here with regard to wolves, and you've settled and made roots here and,
1: and have a, a, a new addition to the family. That's yes, exciting. mother. Yes, I have a new baby boy, Arthur, who's 13 months old. So, yeah, it's very exciting. So, of course, the touch
0: point when people walk in and they see the trophies and how since 2016 when Fosen took the ownership of the club. There's some wonderful trophies in the trophy case. And then just the historical memorabilia all throughout this front lobby area. You see people come in with their eyes wide open and so excited to be inside the home of wolves, but then welcoming them and, and making sure everything is running in a, in a nice way here. What pride do you take in that?
1: Um, I have a lot of pride. I mean, our customers and visitors, everyone that comes through those doors are very important to us. And I would want to give them the best possible experience that I can. So obviously anything that they need, you know, myself, and we have a great security team as well that assist me. So we just do our uttermost just to give them the best possible experience and make them feel very welcome, feel at home. You know, football
0: we have to call it in this term, soccer in the United States has become pretty big with what's known as Major League Soccer. St. Louis now has a franchise. The origins of soccer professionally in the United States go directly to Wolves. In 1967, the first American professional league started in the United States. Los Angeles had a team that was 100% 100% Wolverhampton players coming over and participating as Los Angeles Wolves. That team eventually went into what was known as the NASL before that became defunct. People know it from Pele and this sort of thing. But now to hear that St. Louis has an MLS team, a professional team. What was the you know, vibe or essence of any soccer in St. Louis when you were there?
1: I have to be honest, when I was younger, it was more of an American football vibe, so there was a lot of grassroots soccer, um, but professionally, obviously, it hasn't, hadn't established itself to that point, so it's very nice to hear that, you know, because I'm nearly 40, so it's nice to see that when I was 10 years old, it was very on a low level, and it's now progressed, and now they finally have their own team, which is very exciting. Now, the Rams are in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, but the Rams are in St. Louis, and the greatest show
0: on turf was those St. Louis Rams with Kurt Warner leading the way. And uh, you're right, American football was all St. Louis, but you know, University of St. Louis, the Billikens, was there anything going on that you could feel on the ground level of like youth soccer? Because Kansas City, pretty nearby, has had a very successful youth soccer realm. I mean, how, how have you seen it from afar grow in the United States?
1: I mean, I guess at first it was just very casual playing soccer after school to then having structured school programs um, just to sort of get kids into soccer and maybe transition professionally. And then now it's obviously grew to the stage where we're at now where we actually have our, as I say, our first professional soccer team. So it's been long in the making, but it's exciting that we got there.
0: But the last time I was here, I alluded to this, Bully was just right here in the lobby, and it was so exciting to see him. And you think about all of the legends and all of the folks that just filter through, and are you ever sometimes starstruck by just a random visitor you didn't expect coming through the door? That was. Has there been a moment like that where you're just like, oh wow, that was incredibly cool. This person just came to visit wolves.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of stars that come through these doors. You say you have lots of former players. Um, I I think for me, the biggest one was probably meeting uh, the England manager, Gareth Southgate. That was exceptional and a personal favorite because I also am slightly, I am a Liverpool supporter as well. So John Henry the owner when he came here and I think that's the one time I was completely in awe I was so in shock I could just sort of stare at him for two minutes and didn't say anything so um, yeah I mean there's a big mix of people in the sports world TV personalities athletes musicians Robert Plant He's one of the sort of non-executive vice presidents, and he's always here. And he's so humble. He sits out in his season ticket seat. He doesn't go upstairs. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of of famous people. That is incredible that you've had those kind of
0: experiences. And thank you again for making everything so welcoming and wonderful. And, you know, I, I, I think, too, of just the general vibe. If you could wrap up in a sentence or two, what the vibe that the club is trying to create when visitors come and how it's so important to have it here at the very central nexus of where folks come in what is the vibe that you always are out to help project because you can tell it's something but I I know what I feel that it is I just am curious what you say that it is
1: I feel that it's just a a welcoming friendly family a professional environment Um, one that there's people coming in just feel loved and feel like they're looked after and supported and and, may, and, and also an ethos of we want them to be able to, to feel like they can come back again because they've had such a good experience here. Well,
0: we've done this first thing on a Monday morning and it hasn't been too, too, too crazy. And I just will know that the day will heat up and there'll be things going on. And uh, I'm so glad we had a moment to sit and really relax and have such a nice conversation because you are one of the most awesome, smiling, friendly people when you come in here to Molyneux and the wolves offices, and thank you so much for spending some time with us and uh all the best. And we'll hopefully see you very soon. Yep,
1: yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: And from the wonderful welcome Brienne shares, as longtime fans know her family story and the wonderful family environment she helps create at the home of wolves. We again offer congrats on the newest member of the family, her son, and now turn to the supporter community. Upon arrival in Wolverhampton during the season two of WV1, another great story to share. A warm welcome for international supporter group members taking part in the Play for Wolves Field of Dreams match where folks from worldwide Wolves clubs around the globe were split into two 15-man squads, one in the old gold kit and the other in the away kit for a match at Molyneux. There are now nearly 170 worldwide Wolves clubs, and these are just some of their stories direct right here from the streets of Wolverhampton. You never know who you're gonna run into here in Wolverhampton, a man from New York City, Dave Copey with New York Wolves, and he's got a beautiful Wolfie with him that has an I Love New York pendant and a Yankees batting helmet on. Well done, Dave. Thank you for uh, being here and doing this and joining us here on WV1 as we walk over to the Great Western,
2: a pub we both know and love. Absolutely. Love the Great Western. My first stop here in Wolverhampton every time I come back. So I heard a great interview on Wolves Radio
0: that you did with uh, Gemma Frith and Mikey Burroughs where you went through sort of your history as being a Wolves supporter and it, there's just some incredible stories on in this. People should go back and listen to our worldwide wolves supporter series we did uh you know think eighteen months back but but now everyone getting together for this play for wolves event what does it mean to not just be here but be on the hallowed
2: grounds It's amazing you know I've supported wolves all my life and uh you know most of the, a lot of that time has been fairly uh hard going with uh you know wolves being in a a lower position than we should be in now. The just the the adoption and the number of people that have picked Wolves as a team and how well we're doing and now being able to play on the on the pitch as well is just brilliant.
0: We are literally walking the streets as we do this. I haven't like grabbed you and said we're doing this. And there's this incredible story about your younger days being in New York City, and the only way to follow a match was to use a payphone in New York City, call home, and not necessarily make mom do play-by-play, but have her put the telephone back by the television so you could hear what was going on. When it comes to all of the ways you've contorted yourself with your fandom, what what includes other great stories like that? Because that's one of my all-time favorites.
2: Uh, yeah, that was, uh, uh, my mom still reminds me about this that day, uh, at, uh, these days. Um, the other one I remember actually was probably 1998 or so. And uh, I'd graduated from having mom put the phone by the by the telly to uh, the internet was a thing then. And I was really excited that somehow somebody was able to do a text commentary um, on... Something called ICQ, which is sort of like a Facebook Messenger, but it's really, really older. Um, so I was really excited that I could watch somebody typing uh, a report of the match as it was happening. And the first time I did that happened to be the day it was Colin Lee's first day as a manager, and we won six-one at Bristol City, which was the infamous Wolfie and the Little Pigs incident. That's that's uh, viewable on YouTube. So that would probably be the other one. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, what
2: match was it again? Jog my memory on the payphone situation? Oh, oh, that was a standard thing every Saturday for oh. uh, three or four years. Yeah, I'd be wandering the streets, uh, find a payphone, use my MCI calling card to ring mom. Uh, I didn't want to call too early and have it cost a fortune, so <laughs> I'd call about quarter to five and say, and she'd say, okay, hold on, put the phone down, and she'd go and make herself a cup of coffee. And then she'd, uh, you know... Um, pick up the phone and say, okay, you good? I said, yeah, I'm good. alright Torah, ta-ra, I'll talk to you <laughs> So, uh,
0: I, I love that. And now just think of how far we've come that you can, you know, watch the matches on USA Network or Peacock and follow along. And the club that is in New York, uh, tell me about why this club is special and some of the folks that know that you're coming here for this match or kind of always involved in what's going on. How have things been going in New York City? Because there's a huge following there. You all have cultivated something really special.
2: Yeah, we've, um, it started off with uh, me and my wife and a, an old school friend from the grammar school and his wife met up at a place called Legends in New York, the first first match in the Premier League, the Everton match. And to our shock and surprise are about a half dozen other Wolves fans there who we knew nothing about. So we all said, oh, let's um, let's start getting together. And it started there. And uh, we started getting up to, you know, 15, 20, sometimes more on a regular basis. And uh, it was going really well. And then COVID happened. So then it was pretty slim pickings for a couple of years. But now we're starting to get back. We've, we've actually found another group of about 15 people who, they all went to Massachusetts Institute of Technology together, and they'd been watching at a pub in Greenwich Village, the Grafton. And they messaged us, and they came up and uh, met us at McHale's, where we meet. Um, and they actually were all over for the uh, for the chelsea match a few weeks ago um, so we've all told them they have to come to every home game because of uh, Nunez brilliant goal there and the win so um, yeah we're, uh, we're regularly you know 10 15 20 30 people uh, we're getting a lot of visitors now that covid has gone and uh, we're right in Midtown at McHale's, so it's really easy for people to stop in and see the match. Well, Let's paint the picture real quick as we walk into the Great Western. We're under the tunnel where there's the cobblestones and it's very
0: classic scenery. And I'll tell you this, the thing that I guess we should leave you with is your Wolfie is dressed up as a New York Yankee as well. Uh, favorite New York Yankee, who is Wolfie representing?
2: Uh, it's got to be Aaron Judge at the moment. Good call. Dave Copey from New York Wolves. We just
0: see him on the street to start this whole thing. WV1 continues inside the Great Western as we meet up with more folks here for Play for Wolves and the match ahead with Wolves facing Everton here in Wolverhampton. A great pleasure. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you. Cheers. So now inside the Great Western, we are joined by a man from the Great Western part of North America, and that is Calgary. (laughs) Darren Pooler, who is from nearby here in Wolverhampton originally and his dad's from Wolverhampton and you've been a fan of the club for such a long time to be back here on your old stomping grounds and get ready for Play for Wolves. What does it mean? And we'll have to ask you in a second here what brought you to Calgary, but how has this trip gone so far?
3: The, the trip's going really well. Um, you know, it, it's, it's two birds with one stone. I, I get to see my, my family who, that still live here, my mom and dad and my brother. And, uh, and then, of course, of co- uh, always see if I can get a Wolves game in uh, when I'm here, which is luckily this time I definitely do, which is absolutely amazing. So
0: getting ready for this play for Wolves experience after the match where Wolves face Everton, the Wolves supporters groups are represented by chair people and other participants who were going to go onto the field at Molyneux and play. It requires some degree of training to be ready. If you're going to take it seriously and you are taking it seriously, what have the you know efforts to train been like for you in Calgary?
3: Um, it's, it's challenging in the winter uh, because of course of all the snow that's over there um, and uh, how cold it is. So I've, I've got my treadmill down in my basement and I've been on that sort of three, four times a week uh, running around and then you know the uh, sort of the weather's got better and i've been outside and you know and yeah i've been taking it very seriously hopefully fingers crossed i'm ready to go so boots shin guards the whole bit correct yeah yeah i've got them all i've got them all still uh, i actually found my old football boots that uh, that i got here at my mom's house and uh, so i found them out cleaned them got them all ready then ready to go
0: so I've been in contact with some of the uh, worldwide Wide Wolf supporters in Canada, specifically the Vancouver group in the past. If I've been in Vancouver and wanted to drop in, haven't been to Calgary, can't wait to join you at some point, but talk to me about the Calgary supporters group and what, you know... and. Average match day is like for you guys.
3: Um, so, I mean, I'm probably one of the newer members of the Calgary Wolves. I sort of found it really by accident by just searching um, uh, the Wolves website, uh, and there it was. And I joined sort of uh, in 2020 2021, and um, and sort of the average match day is we go around the chairman's house. His name is uh, Charlie. He's, uh, and his wife and his wonderful wife Wendy. And there's probably around eight or nine of us, a hardcore. Fans that are there, and uh, and we get together for the game, whatever time that will be. Usually an eight o'clock in the morning game. Um, uh, we do have the five thirty games, which is twelve thirty for for the UK. But uh, we all get together and we we sit there, we watch the match, and then after the match, it's like being back home. It's like being with your friends. Um, you know, you, um, you you get a good sense of everybody's a brilliant Wolves fan and, and have been fans for years. And and yeah, we just chat about everything. So uh, I was
0: going to ask you in the beginning, but we're saving this now to the end. What brought you to Calgary?
3: Um, in 2012, I actually got a work permit. Uh, a company. I'm a, a coach driver by trade, and a, a coach company in Canada were looking for coach drivers, and I applied, and I applied in the June of uh, 2020 um, 2012, And I arrived in Calgary in in the August of 2012, and I've been there ever since. Darren, it is so
0: awesome to be here with you and experience this. Can't wait for the match tomorrow, and then the match after the match with Play for Wolves. Can't wait to see how everyone fares. Thank you so much for taking time with us here. Thank you very much, Lawrence. So our conversations with folks from the great white north of Canada continue. Another Wolves supporter from Calgary. Uh, And... And and Rob Knight, please tell us, like, why this whole thing is almost surreal in so many ways to be here for this play for Wolves event.
4: Well, well, I mean, it's incredible. Uh, I first went to a game in '73 with my dad. Uh, was hooked. You know, if you from the UK, you pick your team and you stick with them for life. So Wolves through and through, born and raised in Wolverhampton, lived here for 40 years, been in. Calgary for the last 19 years, 18 years. Um, To come back and regularly see games is one thing, but then to be able to come back and play on the field uh, with all of my international colleagues is just awesome.
0: It is so cool. It's bringing a smile to my face long before it's even happened. I guess it'll be almost 24 hours from the point that we're taping this right now, that everybody will be running on the field at Molyneux and participating and being there and in the moment. And you think of all the things you've seen throughout the decades we're talking here. 73 was your indoctrination. Um, What sticks with you as some of the pillar moments that you always look back on and say, like, this is why I'm so proud to be a Wolves supporter?
4: So for me, it's it's going to the game with your mates it's doing what we're doing now it's sitting in the great western having a pint talking about how good or bad the team is and uh really looking forward you always look forward to the next game and the game could ruin the rest of your week and then in a week's time there's another game and another chance for it to be unruined and that's that's what football is all about Uh, and it's just great to be part of that you know I, i flew over last saturday And the excitement was kind of there. But as the weeks got closer and I've driven past the Molyneux a few times and all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, you know, this is my chance to run out of a tunnel and get on that grass. It's just going to be incredible.
0: Well, Rob Knight visiting his homeland one more time. An incredible, incredible experience ahead. Our conversations here in the Great Western continue. Thank you so much for
4: doing that. Thank you very much, Lawrence.
0: It's a total tour of North America here in the Great Western. You made it. Glenn Allen from South Florida is here. And as you've stepped down onto the soil and you've seen what the whole thing is, your eyes are bugging out. You've got to be thrilled with excitement to be on the turf of Molyneux tomorrow. But tonight, first impressions for your first time here. What is it, Glenn?
5: It's been super surreal up until the moment today, and when I walked to Molyneux and saw it for the first time, I got very emotional, and I'm about to again. It was, it's crazy that I am finally here. It's been amazing, and being connected to all these you know, people, which is, it makes this sport and this team special, and yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm overwhelmed be emotional and enjoy that feeling
0: because the world has opened back up to make these kind of things possible. Wolves are first class in the way of organizing this stuff, making sure that it's what the whole thing is. All about family, all about the club, all about how the supporters are central to the whole thing and supporters around the world. I mean you found the club when, how, what's the story? Kind of just give us your, your, your whole thing because we've talked with some folks who are from England who now live in North America, but you
5: truly found this in America. Well, as you said, definitely. I mean, I work in sports. I love sports. Sports is the great connector of people, which is which is what's amazing. And this is what's at hand here today, which is so cool. But yeah, I'm a, I thought I was one of the newest Wolves fans till Adam. Uh, I heard Adam's story. But I guess 2018 was kind of how I started falling into it. I've always been a soccer fan, mostly from the international standpoint. I was a big fan of, or I am a big fan of obviously U.S national team with the french national team and but over the years as i started getting older i started seeing that i was i was getting more engaged in the premier league so again 2018 was that season i i kind of just you know being an older person i wake up early all the time now and and the premier league's on on saturday mornings and so i was like if i'm going to get invested in the premier league i want to get invested in a team i kind of set a rule to not pick a top six club and throughout that season i just kept coming back to wolves i love the brand the logo is so compelling and I love that team. That it was it was so fun to watch, and 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 it sucked me in. And so uh, ever since then, it just builds year year by year. So, you know, last
0: year on Wolves Radio, we did a feature called "Journey from LA," where Adam's story of coming over from Los Angeles was something that we put in the spotlight here on Wolves Radio. But this opportunity to see everybody in person—it's overwhelming. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you have found this and you know as you think of all the great moments that you've witnessed even in just following the club for a couple of years what sticks with you
5: you know the I guess it was the 2019 Man City win is is one of the ones that I'll always you know hold true it was it was just such an exciting game and I was such a new fan that that like I think that one really sucked me in um you know, I, I've always I live in a a multicultural city in South Florida, and so diversity and, and DI is huge to me. And I've always loved that about the Wolves from the beginning. Of the the different the multicultural team that they build um, is, is was was unique and still is unique. And I've always loved that about them and the way they've accepted that and and marketed it through the kit designs and, uh, you know, third, the alternate jerseys and the way they tried to embed that with their team, I thought, is super unique and special. And, I mean, I'm getting to meet Russ and all these guys. They have a very creative team that works with Wolves, and they think outside the box, which is another reason why I've kind of attached to them, just being in this sports business world. I love the Wolves records. and esports team and the, the apparel line that they have. like I just love the diversification of Wolves and, and that's been something that's been super unique and, and special. Totally.
0: And as WV1 continues we'll have conversations about Louder at the halls because Wolf Hall has reopened and the first event ever. A Wolves Records event. Incredible stuff. We've had the live streams from Louder events on Wolves Radio and now to be here and be with you Just awesome stuff. Glenn, thank you so much for taking the time and I just love that you're here. Love seeing you here in person, great stuff.
5: Yeah, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity so I'm so honored and, and blessed to be here.
0: And we wrap up how we started right here by the bridge at Bailey Street outside the Great Western as Dan John from New York Wolves joins us. We started with David and we end here, bookends, with Dan as you return to what is just an awesome environment. I mean, we're just having such a blast. Just finished talking with Glenn Allen from South Florida about what the whole experience is, and for him to see Molyneux for the very first time was very emotional for you to be back here and just be with people and make this an event. What is it?
6: Yeah, it's really, really exciting. Um, Obviously, growing up in Wolverhampton, been a Wolves fan all my life, and then traveling and living abroad, being able to spread Wolves and, you know, hang out with people in New York City. We have a lot of people come through us. And then to be able to bring it all full circle back to Molyneux, to be able to like play on the field, it's, it means a lot to me. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to it this weekend. And it's, it's gonna be an amazing experience. And it's just great to see, you know, like randomly chatting to people in the pub. They're like, oh, you're New York Wolves, you know, your Calgary Wolves, what have you, Florida Wolves. It's people in Wolverhampton realizing that the club is spreading. That we are a bigger club than you know we have been for a long time, and we are continuing to grow, and that is such an exciting, you know, potential for us.
0: Your passion is huge. It's on display in the video that just dropped showing all of the play for wolves folks who've come over from North America to make this such a special event, and you've got like this killer man cave with just Wolves memorabilia rocking throughout the place. You're obviously a lifer. It's so cool to see that in not just video form, but a here in person when meeting you. But when you now think of all the great moments that you reflect upon as kind of cornerstone moments as being a Wolves supporter, what are they for you?
6: I mean, obviously the playoff final, getting promoted to the Premier League the first time, that was incredible, incredibly emotional. Uh, but for me personally, the uh, the trip to Mexico, um, with I, I wore a... A Club America shirt where Raul Jimenez started his career, which managed to escalate into me getting a trip to watch Club America in Mexico through Wolves and Club America. That was incredible. But this is going to rank in the top four for me. This is the first time I've been watching this field. You know, I've been watching this pitch on TV. I've been coming to the stadium for years. I've never actually been on the field. So this is the first time. And to me, it's going to be definitely a top four moment for me in uh, supporting this club.
0: There's a sign when you even take a tour, this is stay off the grass. This is not just, you know, know, hey, just run around out there. I mean, it's like a really sweet opportunity for lifelong fans, fans that are coming from all parts of the world. It's not just North America. Your story though, being from wolverhampton and ending up in new york city uh, how, how does this work with being in new york because you got this incredible shirt the i love new york shirt but it's the wolf logo where the heart would be typically on the new york thing but it's just awesome how you guys have consolidated and found your voice in new york how has your story been sharing the love of wolves in new york
6: it's Honestly, it's been amazing. Um, I remember the first few years I was over there before we were in the Premier League and we, we set up the New York Wolves Supporters Club. I would be watching the, the championship season when we got up, for example. I was the only person in the bar going and watching the game and I was going mental. I remember the Cardiff game, the Bristol game, just screaming on my own in a bar. And I, I managed to drag a lot of American friends along with me who are, who are new to football, soccer and like watching along and ho- hopefully my passion. I, I definitely made a few Wolves. Fans that way. But then when we met up for the first game of the season, when we finally got promoted, finding out there's other Wolves fans in New York, finding out there's other people to share the highs and the lows with, and we've been able to grow it. And we have a core base of people in the city that we go to a lot of the games and we watch. Some of those are a mixture of people from Wolverhampton who are transplants, and some of them are American new fans, fans who are getting into football in America, the Premier League, and we are making them Wolves fans. And we also have the amazing opportunity that. I personally love uh, whenever I feel homesick we go to the games on the weekend and we have tourists because it's New York City and we're right in the centre of Manhattan and we get people for are like, oh yeah, I went to the same school as you or yeah, we used to go to the same pub and like, you, you're not meeting in Wolverhampton, you're meeting on the other side of the world in New York City and to me that's just such a fun thing, you know, and it's made me more connections, like there's, there's people I'm going to see this weekend that I didn't know from back home but I know because they came to watch a game with Wolves in New York City with us and now I'm going to go see them now I'm back home in Wolverhampton, so... It's been a really, really fun experience of a common interest that's been able to grow both for the club and for me personally.
0: Last thing here, I see you have family with you here, and it's obvious because your family's from here. But this whole experience of spending it with family and then the thing you're talking about, being on the turf, how does that all come together? That's got to be pretty emotional as well.
6: Yeah, it, it's going to be fun. My, even my gra- my grandparents aren't here now, my mum and dad are. Uh, my grandparents are going to come tomorrow and watch me play. Um, you know, and obviously my granddad, Wolverhampton, lifelong Wolves fan. So it's going to be a fun thing to, you know, it's going to be three generations, me, my dad my and uh, my granddad, all at the stadium at the same time, watching the game and then watching me play the game, which uh, I don't know how entertaining that will be, but it will be a really fun experience. So
0: just walking from Molyneux and running into David with New York Wolves to finishing with Dan with New York Wolves and talking to everybody here at the Great Western. What an experience. I hope for everyone, Play for Wolves is super special. And this has been a very special edition of WV1 here on Wolves Radio.